Guinevere was almost home. Harry was at the wheel, Zack up front winding in the Genoa sheets, with PJ standing at the bow, arched and pert like a Victorian figurehead, silhouetted against the fading light. Julia was below, using the heads, while in front of them they could see the bustle of the harbour traffic as, on all sides, boats scurried to their berths. Guinevere was drawing close to the castle when a speedboat, a sunseeker, cut across their bow, a little too close for comfort. But it was one of several craft in the vicinity, and caused no more than momentary irritation to Harry. There was no shortage of dickheads on the river nowadays. These particular dickheads came back for another pass. As they did so, from out of the growing darkness, a rocket-propelled grenade hit Guinevere just above the waterline. It blew both sides out of the stern. Harry knew nothing of what happened next, He was knocked unconscious and thrown clear of the cockpit, dislocating his shoulder. He was left helpless, oblivious, saved only by his life jacket. Zack, with all the fortune that had enabled him to survive the threats of Islamic revolution and irate husbands, found himself in the water. PJ was close by, conscious and screaming, and soon other boats were circling, fellow sailors desperate to help those in peril. They plucked PJ from the sea, while Zack helped others lever Harry onto the deck of a yacht, where he quickly began to stir. But, of Julia, there was no sign. When, eventually, Harry opened his eyes and began to make sense of what was around him, he saw Guinevere's bow section pointing uncertainly towards the sky, swaying on a dark, oily swell. A dozen craft of varying sorts were circling, not daring to draw too close. When the grenade struck, it had ignited the gas cylinders in the rear galley. The explosion had not only thrown Harry from the boat, but also burst Guinevere's fuel tanks, which were now spewing thirty gallons of highly inflammable petrol. A lake of fire was forming around the boat, sending spirals of sooty smoke into the night sky. Guinevere's funeral pyre. A hush fell across the scene as the onlookers watched her die. The wind had slackened, and the lapping of the swell subsided, and from the centre of the burning lake they could hear a knocking sound. The kind of sound someone might make who was desperately trying to smash a way out. Harry was still concussed, his thoughts scrambled, his shoulder screaming in pain. Yet he fought off protective hands as he struggled to his feet. Julia! He screamed again, then again. The pounding from within the dying yacht seemed to increase. She had been in the heads, protected from the blast by a main bulkhead and surrounded by stout wooden timbers. These had been her shelter and would now provide her coffin. As Harry cried out, Zack dragged his attention away from PJ, who was still coughing up water on the deck of their rescue boat. No one else moved. What could be done? Guinevere was surrounded by blazing fuel. Only the fact that she was slowly sinking kept her from burning, and she would be gone long before the flickering tongues of fire subsided. To try the flames risked anyone's life and promised almost certain and serious harm, yet Zack accepted the gamble. He stood on the gunwale, filling his lungs with air, then he hit the water, diving as deep as he could beneath the fire. He needed to cross thirty, forty feet of burning sea before he came to Guinevere, and the next they saw of him, he was clawing his way up the steeply angled deck 
and disappearing through the forward hatch. He took the fire with him, on his back, his shirt ablaze, and so it seemed was his hair. Inside, all was unremitted darkness, but guided by the sounds of the desperate knocking, he found the head. It was already three quarters under water. The door was stuck tight, wedged by the solid iron stove that had been wrenched from its mooring in the main cabin. Normally, it would have taken only a moment to shift it, but on a sinking boat beneath the waterline, with the stench of his own burning flesh in his nostrils, it was a different matter. Yet, Zack did it. He was Delta, never been beaten. De oppresso liber, free the oppressed. And Zack did just that, got them both out, saved Julia. So that Harry could be responsible for her death just six months later. Tagestan.